1: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
0: Up on Gay, 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 gay. presents Conversations with a Legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living.
2: Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around, here, around here,
3: What's up everybody LeVar Arrington here back with another exciting edition of up on game presents conversations with a legend this week I went in the game I ain't come out of the game I got one of my guys here super stud I've known him since he was in the puppy mill (laughs) out out in Virginia out northern Virginia where the uniforms weren't even big enough for him. He just was out there just beasting on cats all day, all night long. Ended up going to Alabama, having a stellar career there, became one of the all-time greats for there, and then ends up coming back home and playing for the Washington football team. I got my man John Allen, Jonathan Allen, Mr. Jonathan Allen, if you're nasty, on the show What's up with you, brother? I'm doing How you feeling? Good,
2: man. I'm doing great. Appreciate you for having me, man.
3: I appreciate you coming on. I do this show to to give a voice to really in in, in all all actuality to to our our legends that have played the game that a lot of people have forgotten about and, and haven't been able to hear the wisdom and the words that come from them and their experiences to have a current player and a current player of your stature come on to the show is amazing because you're in it. Like the things that we talk about are, are applicable to where you're at right now, but it never changes. The, the questions I'll ask you, will they will always be the same answers. And, and our own perspectives, but you're in it. You are living it right now, being a current player, and, and I appreciate you you coming on. So I'ma start right here. You grew up in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your background. You, When I met you in high school, you're kind of just, a, you're the same version of who you are now. You're quiet but you've always been a man amongst boys. And people say that they'll see your size and different things like that. But you've always been more mature mentally and, and how you approach things as well. What do you attribute your beginning and your, your background, what
2: do you attribute how you are and how you approach things to? Uh, I mean, really, I gotta give it all to, you know, obviously God, without him, I wouldn't even be in this situation. But my dad and my brother, you know, two military guys. My dad served 23 years in the Army, my brother's currently 16. So, I mean, people who are are military brats understand you gotta grow up real fast. Or you gonna have a rough childhood. So, I mean, growing up, I lived in multiple states. You know, parents got a divorce. That was was tough. But it, I mean, it really just matures you quickly, you know? Uh When, one thing that I always like to tell people who went through adversity or a struggle, is people look at their struggle and they feel, feel bad for themselves, mm-hmm. like feel sorry for themselves. Coach Samuel would always say you have the poor me's. I look at it as what, how has that changed you and how can you use that to make yourself a better person? And for mm-hmm. me, I feel like that matured me a lot faster than I would have if I never went through it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got to give a lot of credit to my dad and my brother, man. They're, some, they're tough. They're hard. They're hard. Tough, yeah. <laughs> they're hard nose. Um, but I feel like after going through my childhood and, and being raised with such discipline, I mean, I don't feel like anything can shape me now. I used to tell people,
3: people would be like, man, you seem like you made it look so easy when you were playing the game. And while I was in high school, it's like, oh, you're bigger than everybody, you're you're stronger than everybody, so it should have came easy for you. And I tell people, the things I did, you would never even imagine or think to do. I got up early before school and, and worked out. I, I got up and ran before I went to school oh. I, I went to the to the gym after school I ran after school I did I did so many things to push my body to be better to be more but then I also would sit with my dad and we would spend Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays just watching film my dad couldn't run with me military wounded war he lost both his feet in in Vietnam in in an ambush fight never ran with me, but we would watch film and he would challenge me to do things and to push myself to the outer limits. And and I, I started to realize that the further I could push myself to the limit physically and mentally, the easier I made it look when I got into the games. Now, I came to one of your high school games and I saw how easy you made it look on that field even then is there anything, was there anything to your approach that played a part in why you were able to be so dominant? Or was it just a matter of, I got up, I worked when I was supposed to work, and and I did what I needed to
2: do, and that was my regiment? You know, that's tough. I feel like you have some guys who are just so physically gifted, they can do that. Mm-hmm. But unless they de- develop like that work ethic, they'll fizzle out. Some will fizzle out in college, mm-hmm. and if you're that gifted, you might make it to the NFL without working hard, but eventually it's, gonna catch, it's up. gonna catch up. Now you look at the greats, those are guys who are physically gifted and they have the work ethic. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, because people who don't know football, they just say, a guy like Michael Vick, I'm just gonna use some examples, sure. that's a guy, he's so quick, so fast, he's just better than everybody. Mm-hmm. You only see what he does on Sunday. That's right. Coach Saban used to say, you don't do something until you get it right, you do it until you can't get it wrong. Wow. And it looks easy because you—that person has done it so many times. Mm-hmm. It's like saying your name. You, right. don't to, you don't have to think about saying your name, You just know it. That's right. And when I've played a double team so many times in practice, come game time, I'm not even—I'm not even thinking. I'm reacting. You know, I go back and watch a film, and I don't even realize I did a certain move because I've done it thousands and thousands of times—not during that week of practice, but in that off season. And then you build years upon it, upon each other. So. Um, like I said for the normal fan who doesn't know a lot about football and like watches football only by watching the football, yes. they only see the product on Sunday. Uh-huh. But there's a lot more that goes into it. And for me, I just want to make sure that when whatever I'm doing, I practice it before. So uh-huh. when I come in the game time and nerves are high and yeah. big plays gotta be made, I don't gotta think about what I gotta do. I just gotta fall back on my training because I Indeed. know I've done it a thousand times and uh-huh. I just turn my brain off and just go play. Go, go. Go, go, go. Yeah. Go go go! A woke, you I love You want to be it. a go guy, not a whoa guy. Yo! Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, go yeah. go
4: go! Yeah, you know what go, I mean.
0: Go go
3: go! All right. You mentioned Coach Saban. I'll never forget, and I, I'm asking you something totally different, but I'll never forget. There was a you were doing an interview. This, this was like, I told, I was like, this was like the ultimate mic drop moment. I don't forget I forget what the game was for, what was taking place, but they asked you, and you're like, We're Alabama and I never forgot that and and that mentality did it take you going to Alabama to have that mentality first of all do you remember when you did that I
2: know know exactly we played Michigan State and we beat them 38 to nothing (laughs) and the reporter was like nobody does that and I'm like Alabama does we do um I've always had that mentality okay but the thing about Alabama and in your time Penn State when you go there and you surround yourself with that many alpha males yeah it just, it just helps grow your That's confidence. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Right. You, I know that if a player played at Alabama, he's got to be made of something. Because right. you can't make it four years there and come out on top and be and be weak mentally right. and physically. Because there's nothing but alpha males and dogs. there. And it's a, <laughs> I've seen guys get chewed up and spit out. And goodbye. And, and never, out never to be seen again. Couldn't make it, couldn't handle it. So when you go there and you have a coach like Coach Saban, who is, I love him to death. Hard-nosed, cares about his players, but that's one guy you you don't want to get in his doghouse. It's it's bad. You don't make it out, do you?
3: No. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
4: Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.
3: If you get in a doghouse with a coach like that and a program like that, I always say when I was in school, I always tell guys as a recruit, if you if you're a doghouse type of guy, don't come here. No. Nope. Because if you get if you find yourself in the doghouse, you will never get out. That's a, dog, that's a place that has many, many rooms.
2: I've seen one guy get in and get out. I can't remember his name. He was a senior when I was a freshman. And I remember somebody telling me this story. He was a freshman and bomb receiver. Ended up playing like four or five years in the NFL. Okay. And he caught a long bomb. And he flipped in the end zone. And Coach Saban didn't play him until his junior or senior year. It took him Dang. like a year, two years to get, get out get of his out. Uh. But at Alabama, not one player is more invaluable than the entire team. Right. So you're going to do it his way. And if you're not, you won't be there or you won't play. Right. And you won't be happy. So And, and you won't be happy.
3: <laughs> NIL, it wasn't there when you were at school. Now, it's close. You, it's close. Just missed it. You missed it. <laughs> a lot of people say defensive linemen, linebackers, they're not going to benefit from the NIL. I say they a lie.
4: Hmm.
3: How would you approach branding how would you approach how you do your business if you were going to school right now i'm john allen nils are
2: available how do you handle that i think it's different um when you go to college some guys have aspirations and everyone has aspirations of playing to the league some guys have more chance than others. For me, I went to Alabama because I felt they were the best program and the best university to not only test if I could compete at a high level with the best of the best, but get me to my goals. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, and this is not what other people are probably going to do, me, I would take a deal that was enough money and comfortable for me Uh and focus on playing football. It's kind of like the NFL. You have some guys who focus on making so much money outside of football. that They forget about the game. Yeah. Yeah. And if you play good football, you'll get as much money as you want to. Yeah. But you got to play good football. Yeah. So for me, it's good to have that, like, security for families back home if they need it. And for yourself, I mean, when you, I'm probably the same when we both. In, yeah. When I got to Alabama, I was getting $100 a month.
3: Yeah. We, yeah.
2: My phone bill was $70 a month. So I was leaving right. $30. So yeah. it's not a lot. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're there to play football and really get to the league. Right. That NIL money is good, but that's nothing compared to what you can make in the league. And I don't want kids to miss chances to go play in the NFL trying to get all the money they can now cuz that's quote unquote trump change as opposed to what you can get. Yeah. So you just I mean you just got to prioritize and that's when it comes down to having good people in your corner, having a coach who I I, I don't know. it's tough did you sell jerseys did they sell your
3: jersey when you was in school oh they definitely did could you imagine funny story see i would have wanted my residual from my jerseys like i don't even need i don't i don't need no companies to come give me and just give me a residual (laughs) on
2: my jerseys so what a lot of college kids don't know is a scholarship is a one-year deal it's not a four-year deal it's a year-by-year and and when you see guys transfer a lot of time the coach is telling these kids like you need to transfer i'm not you're, we're not We're, not renewing, we're, not, your, we're not renewing your, your scholarship. You, right. Oh. And what they would do is they would bring the whole team into the facility or the stadium. Not the stadium, but the auditorium. And you would sign all these papers for your scholarship. Right. Yeah. It wasn't until my senior year, it wasn't until my senior year that we actually read some of the stuff in that. They can open up your mail. Yeah. They give authorization to sell your jerseys. Yeah. So guys like me, Eddie, Ruben. Right. We didn't sign some of the stuff that allowed them to sell our jerseys. Oh. So our senior year, you couldn't buy it nameless number jerseys. Right. So I thought, you know, that's interesting because they never really make mention of that. They never really tell you about that. Most kids probably don't even know that a scholarship is a one-year deal. Yeah. And you cannot get your next year a scholarship for whatever reason. Now, coaches don't do it because it's a bad look on a university if you don't, but... I've seen guys be told, you need to find a transfer. Oh, you, we've you need, seen it. You need to transfer. We,
3: or, and, or they'll tell you in practice, I'm going to put you on the bus.
2: <laughs> that brought you the same
3: exact bus exactly. that brought you here. I'm going to put you on that bus and send you back to where you came from. Exactly. Like, it's, I've, I, I mean, we've heard it all. Oh, yeah. uh, so if you're giving advice to a young dude, you're saying, find something to be comfortable but maintain the game. Because to me, I look at this NIL thing and I say to myself, social media, NIL, if you create your plan, your, your ecosystem, so to speak, my ecosystem would have been, I'm playing ball. Mm-hmm. I want to get my education, but I want to play ball. How do I maximize monetizing my
2: education and playing ball? And that, there's, like, there's questions, I, there's things I don't know that really would help the like for me now thinking about it well that's easy marketing team right. agency they but in college it's like you don't have that you have the university but right. they're also doing it for the entirety of the team but what
3: if we knew we could leverage the university what if we told the university I'll come here but that marketing team that we have for our team they need to dedicate some time to
2: Jonathan allen I agree but then you get into the question of not all kids think like that so I know we were talking earlier, do you need to get an agent going into college That's, to negotiate on your behalf? That like, what is, do you do? That I is why
3: we're doing conversations with a legend. <laughs> Cause cats need to know what they need to do. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And, and listen, my thing is, the answer is no, you don't need to get an agent. Yeah. You you do not need to get an agent. But what you do need is to educate yourself on what branding represents what what does my because ultimately I always say when you play ball if you're able to make it to the league that is your investment 100%. all these people running up on you telling you oh you need to put money into this you need to put money into that you can quadruple and this with your money what do you need to quadruple your money for That's right. my play on the field is my stock You already hit what your point I'm on.
4: All
0: what I'm what I'm paid
3: time. what I'm paid in salary is my stock gaining its 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 value. That's that's it. I don't have to try yep. to find the value in anything else. Yep. So if what I'm doing, if I do have that, I think that would be brilliant to get a deal. And if your first deal, because when you do business. You take that money and you put that business back in or you put that money back into your business to grow the infrastructure and the bandwidth of of your your business so that it can grow and be what it's supposed to be. I would take one of those deals and I would say I do want my own personal marketing team because I don't want to have to worry about this. Right. If I have if I have homework, I have signings. You could probably generate enough money just off of the the autograph, you know, memorabilia that you would sign. Huh. Now that's going to be managed because mm-hmm. you know what, they got us signing stuff anyway. They got us doing the the the, the spring game. I don't know if they did it when oh you were there. Oh my god! You the sit spring down game, in the sign-
2: entire field and fans rush up and for hours and signing that's, stuff. And
3: that's money. And that's oh, yeah. and that's money. I have signed. I have signed. So. All right, so my first autograph, John, was LeVar <laughs> Arrington, Every <player>. legible number <laughs> 11, right?
2: That's changed. That changed real quick.
3: By my junior year, by the end of my sophomore year, I was L.A. 11. There was a point in time in my college career where I just signed L.A. 11, and then when Ooh. I got back to the league, I put L. Arrington, 11 and it's not it's not really legible yeah but think about if i'm if i have a if i have a plan and i gotta go sit like okay i'm gonna go sit in this terminal i'm gonna say but i get two dollars three dollars five dollars hell if i'm john allen and i'm in my last year i get ten dollars from you the school that's doing this event for every <laughs> autograph that I sign.
2: Now, mind you, my senior at Alabama. How like, many you signed? N- the number could be wrong. And for, it could be off on the low end. And I'm not even talking. I'm talking about for the national championship, I think the school brought in, like, $250 million. So, I mean, it's not yeah. It's not like the school's losing any money by. Give I, me 5%. I, I, I could talk give about, me 5% uh, of that. Man, give me 1%. Give me 1% of, of man, that $250 man, million. It's. For a game? No, I have teammates who played in four straight national championships. So you can only imagine how much money the university brought in for that. That's only the natural How many? Not the bowl how, many games or- how
3: many autographs did y'all sign for the bowl game?
2: Did y'all sign balls? I know y'all had stuff y'all had to sign. I mean, you, you get so numb to it. Like you come in, y'all don't even pay no attention in, you to it. You get your food, sign this ball. All right, whatever. You just, you just, you just you don't even think about it. That wasn't even a thing. Like, I should be getting paid. You have gone to the Pro you Bowl? Did. You've been to the Pro Bowl? First one this year. Oh, this is going to be your first this one. Be my first. Congratulations. I appreciate man. it. I appreciate You're it. You're going
3: to hate signing. I'm fired up. Uh. <laughs> You're going to hate <laughs> signing. Let me tell you something. When I was at the Pro Bowl, they used to bring in a, a cage up to the ceiling. I don't even know how they got it into the room. Full of balls. And every all the Pro Bowlers are sitting there like, oh, oh. And they just, here they come. The balls come out. They start passing them around. Sign. Sign. Sign, sign. It's like a
2: machine, bruh. It's, it's, bruh. Crazy.
0: So anyway, the the point is, is that.
4: visit paramountplus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the paramount plus with showtime annual plan offer ends July 14th subscription auto renews restrictions apply
1: tired of restless nights meet Lisa the sleep (sighs) expert. here at Lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health that's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support catering to every sleep need Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot. Goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details.
3: We're taught, we're taught in the game that every inch matters. Oh, yeah. Every little thing matters. But we're not taught in our business lives and in our personal lives and in our brands that every
2: single little thing about our brand matters. Well, you know, is one of the things where you handle the football side, we'll take care of the business side in right. college. We'll, t- we'll protect you so you don't have to. And some people need, like for me, I couldn't like, I'm very singular, like I got to focus on football. I don't, I, I didn't care about none of that. Yeah. But some guys like need, want to know, need to know. And the schools don't always give you the best opportunity to learn. Now I will say at Alabama, if there was any questions, they were always ready to answer. Coach yeah. Saban, one thing about him, he's very honest. He's yeah. very honest, he, he always told me, when you come here, I can't promise you nothing. You might come here, you might never ever touch the field, but you're gonna have an opportunity. That's about all I can ever ask you, I gotta offer you. When it came to leaving early, he told some guys, I think you should go. He told me, you're late first round, more than likely early second, you have labrum surgery, you're not gonna be competing in none of the combine, none of the workouts. So you, need bike, to stay. you need to stay. Now do what you feel is best for you, but I'm telling you my personal recommendation. So he's been very honest. Yeah. Media training, agents, whatever it is, he's always been able to be fair and honest. Yeah. And I can't speak for other schools, but that isn't how it is. Yeah, that's I, I would it. assume so.
3: Mm-mm, that's
2: not how it is, and that's
3: good. And, and I know Coach Saban, and I, I, I have an affinity, fine respect for him. I got two more questions for you. You gotta love this, right? I ain't asked you about <laughs> nothing else, right? Because I, we could always go down.
2: We could always, always. venture
3: down that road, right? Always. All right. So, <clears throat> second to last question is <laughs> one first question is do you recall a defining moment in your life where you decided I'm going to be great I know I can be great I just got to do the work do you can you think of a moment in your life that may have hit you it could have been you met somebody and, and and they were somebody that was a hero to you. It could have been, you know, you saw somebody do it or you did it on the field and you knew it. Was there ever that moment where you said to yourself, the guy that I ended up becoming, where I was at in high school, where I was at in college, where I'm at now in the pros, was there ever a defining moment for you that led to your mindset of becoming what you
2: ultimately are right now? There is, and I feel like for everybody who's played in the league, there's always that one moment where football stops becoming a fun game Mm. then it becomes your life Mm -hmm. you can't like listen football's fun and it's great but it's not just a game to me like Mm -hmm. this is real deal this is not it's not life or death but that's how serious I take it I'm ready to die for it yeah
3: I ask a dude if you ain't ready like are you ready to die for
2: it (laughs) game day
3: and if they be like ain't, ain't no fear but if they don't if they look at you and they're like ready to die for it
2: I know I'm better than oh, you. Oh yeah. I, if it comes I'm want, down I'm a, to it, I'm I'ma want, I'm want it I'm more. I'ma want it more. I'll put my body on the line. Okay. So uh, when I was young, first time playing uh, organized football, first practice I was out of shape, tired. I mean, you don't know. To me, it's just football. It's fun, and dad being a military guy, we we. we if you're gonna do something, you're gonna give everything you have, everything you can do, and you're gonna be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whatever that your ceiling is, you're gonna reach your ceiling. Mm-hmm. So I would cut the grass. Now we, we had a, I think like a 0. 0.6 acre of a yard. Okay. Now when you're using a, a, a hand push mower, that's, that's a big a lot. yard. Uh-huh. So I would have to do one cut down the grass, hit a lap around the neighborhood, go back, do another, hit another, lap. it would take me like three and a half hours to cut the grass until I got into good, proper shape. Uh-huh. And at that moment, I wouldn't say that's the defining moment, but that's when I started like, okay, I need to take this for real. Like, it's not just me playing for fun, Start doing pushups, yeah. sit-ups, actually getting sleep the night before the game, before I just play video games, you know? Yeah, know, I don't know. And so that continued all up into high school. It's like, oh man, I gotta start working out. Like, I can't just do put, I gotta hit the weights. I gotta, I gotta run. I gotta actually think about what I'm eating. I gotta drink water. Like, right. then when I got to college, it just, every step there was also something else that i had to do Uh and then coach saban i'll never forget i lived to this quote by my for the rest of my life i'll always remember it he would always tell us no matter what you do no matter what profession you go down no matter what you're trying to accomplish as long as you do everything you can in your preparation to perform your best you can live with the results it doesn't matter if you have a bad game but if you go out there and you know hey i did what i had to all week to prepare I slept right, I ate right, I gave everything I had during the game, it just wasn't my day. This is what I gotta do to improve. You can live with it. Yep. Now, if you don't do that, and you go out and play bad,
4: why did, have I regret. why did I do why that? Did I why not? didn't I just do that? I it could just, have. Yeah,
2: and right. that's my biggest thing. I just never wanna have regrets. And after doing it so many times and having success, I mean, the proof is in the pudding for me. I know that if I work hard, I will have the success I want. Yeah. I know I will, because I've done it in the past time and time again. Now in the NFL, everyone's in the NFL. Everyone's great. But I know if I go out there and do what I'm supposed to do, like, you know, I feel like when I do what I do best, no one can block me. Indeed. It is just the way it is. Indeed. Last question. When it's all
3: said and done, they got you in that box and everybody's saying their their goodbyes. What is the legacy that that John Allen is leaving? What is the legacy That you want to be remembered by? What is it that you would want to hear them say that would resonate
2: to you and you be proud that you heard that being said about you? First of all, I want to be known as a God-fearing Christian man, got to. On the field, I want to be a hard-nosed, tough SOB who didn't take no place off, didn't miss practice and and just physically abuse people. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to be known for. If I'm known for that, I think it'll, I'll, I'll think I'll have success.
3: <laughs>
2: That's John Allen, and, and let me tell you
3: something. If if you got to go up against him, God bless you <laughs> and, and good luck. Hey, listen, this has been an, an excellent segment. I'm I'm happy about this. I'm excited. Been knowing you since you were were so young, and 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 watched you grow and, and watched you accomplish. Super proud of it. This is Conversations with a Legend. Up on Game presents Conversations with a Legend. A legend already and continuing to build that legend. John Allen, appreciate having you on, my brother. I appreciate you. Continued success and yes, good luck to you. All right, till next time. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you look at the, the YouTube page. Make sure you hit the podcast, wherever it is you get your podcast from. All right, we're just making sure we hit you with all the real facts, straight facts up on game. We'll be back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them